It is the Bias Sports Podcast, and today we have a very special episode. First off, I feel like all our episodes are special, but this one, it is special. Actually, it's full of madness, March Madness. It's very special. It's a a special time of the year. Uh, We haven't really had a, uh, let's see, last year they didn't have it. No, we did have it last year. We got back last year. Yes. Yeah. So, but it's still, it's been kind of off. So, I mean, it's really like the first year in like three years that full fans. Like, like, I mean, I was excited last year. Obviously, Ohio State like killed our mood last year with it. But like, right. It's it's getting closer. It's itching cl- Thursday at noon. Like, hey, don't talk. Yeah, to that's me that's days. why I so easily forgot about last year because we lost to a 15 mm-hmm. seed. That's what it is. Uh, on Thursday at noon, don't talk to me for four days. I don't want to talk. I want to watch basketball. Right. Um. Now it's it's a great time of the year. I mean, this is one of those. This is one of those amazing, amazing times of the year. Um. One of my bucket list items, still and honestly, is for me and you to go to Vegas. And sit there for four days and just sit in a sports book and bet on games, parlays, mini parlays, spreads, over-unders, whatever we want for a whole weekend. Let's go make some money. It's it's on the bucket list one of these days. So I'm pulling up flights right now. When did you want to leave? <laughs> uh, I can't afford it right now, nor do I have the time. No, absolutely. Not even we don't even have to go to Vegas, dude. We're gonna have sports betting by the end of the year. We can, You're right. We can you come here. on up. I just there's something about sitting in a sports book that like I just want to try, you know. I just want to be in a sports book. Just just, just part, part of the dream, I guess. You know. Yeah, I get it absolutely. Um, but 100%. this episode is strictly all March Madness basketball. Um, not even Ohio State March Madness. I mean, it is March Madness, full March Madness preview. Um, before we get into it, one final reminder: if you want in on the tournament challenge, now's the time. Okay, we're gonna tweet about this. You're hearing it. Get a hold of me. Get a hold of Dylan. Uh, we'll send you the link. Send you the password. $5 buy-in per bracket, up to two brackets per um, – or two brackets with this with this uh, challenge. $5 buy-in, winner take all. Last year, pot was 180-ish. I'm trying to get to 300 this year. Right now, we're not looking like it, people, but people are going to enter the, these next two days. Let's get this big money going. Let somebody win some money, and um, I'm excited. I mean, it is March Madness. It is almost, almost here. It's – the greatest tournament in the world. I mean, it's one and done. Who can win six first? And um, in the end, a champion is crowned. Wouldn't it be so great if we had this for football? Dude, oh my I mean, gosh, like, would we be going insane? 16 teams and like 16 in football would be the equivalent of 64 in college basketball. Sure. I mean, it would, I mean, it's our favorite sport. It would be so much better. But we're not talking football today, Dylan. We're talking basketball and we're talking March Madness. So, first things first. Just kind of running through the round of sixty-four. What what are some games that you will be you have to watch? Um, or big biggest appeal games to you? Um, not necessarily the biggest upset yet. We'll get into some of those in a second. But just like those first round games of teams that you have to watch, um, and that you think could uh, do some good things. So I mean, obviously, I'm going to be glued to the TV any chance I get. I mean, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna have my phone uh, at my desk at work. I mean, I'm I'm. I'm gonna have games pulled up all day long. Yep. You know, but uh I don't know. It it seems that first round, the the kind of middle of the pack games, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. So like the, the seven tens. No, no, no. I'm talking like the four thirteen, the yep. five twelve, and then the six eleven games. Mm-hmm. They always seem to be the best games, which you know sometimes it, it's 
you know, like your seven tens and your eight nines, but, but those ones, and that's where you get your upsets, right? Again, the four thirteen, the five twelve, the six eleven. That's where the upsets come from. Um, and there are some very intriguing matchups this year, um, specifically for the five twelves. I like all the five twelve games. So the five twelve historically has been the one with like the biggest upset, like common every single year. Of, or is it a four over? I think it's a thirteen over a four. I'm not oh, sure. I just saw it. I don't remember which one. It might. It, is. it might be a five, one of those five over twelve, four over thirteen. Um, just looking at like my main one. Actually, I have two. I'll. I'm going. I'm rolling my main one. Of course, I do a second one. Maybe have Ohio State making a little bit of a run when I don't actually think that they're going to. Um, but five twelves. I mean, I got my five right there. I got my four I mean, right there. There, there. I would say that there's only one five twelve matchup that I'm not considering. Like that, I I surefire picked the five. Uh huh. Um, as for the fours though, the fours as well. I I've got two that I'm like surefire. You know, absolutely taking the four seed, and the other two I'm I'm going back and forth. And so, you know, every year that again, that's where your upset comes, upsets come from. That's where your brackets get busted. And so, trying to pick the right ones. Oh, yeah, pick the right one. Know, you're never going to get them right. And, you know, you think because this team has this player and, you know, he scores 25 points a game. That doesn't mean anything when you're playing in the, the middle Tennessee conference, you know? Right. Absolutely. Um, and then, um, sorry, I'm just trying, I'm looking at this, just thinking to myself, like, am I changing that pick right now? Like, as you're talking, like, that's just part of this madness until it's locked in, like nothing's safe. Like um, we got on here, we started talking a little bit about it, and I'm going through and I'm I'm changing picks and no, I'm I'm seriously I'm looking at this. So I had much. Auburn in the final in the lead eight, um, but I think I might have them lose in the second round. Like I mean, that's how crazy this tournament is. You get in your head and thinking when you like start when you start talking about it is when you start to rethink everything that you have picked. Right, then you just clear your whole bracket and redo it, and then redo it again. I mean, <laughs> I try not to do it. I try just to do it once, get it done with. Um, I'm so glad that ESPN allows us to do 25 brackets because <laughs> I, will I used to, man. Brackets. I used to do a bunch and I would, I, I would check them. I had check friends every day. Um, Even if but, you just go through and you just randomly pick teams. Yeah. I mean, it, it is so worth it. You know, I do. I do two now. I do two max and that's going to be it. Um, I just don't like, I don't get into it anymore as much. Um, just doing the bracket. So I, I think I'm more into the games now, which makes like why having more than one bracket kind of makes me mad because you're ruined for different outcomes. And it just like, just let me watch the games and, and, and root for some chaos, but in the end it balances itself out. Um, so what are your biggest upsets? You kind of were talking about your, your five over 12 is a confident except for one. Obviously the 13 over four might be one. What is kind of your biggest and, and maybe the popular one that people are going with the San Diego state over uh, Providence, which I, I am rolling with also. Um, I also South Dakota have state. that's wait, yeah. Wait. South Dakota state. Yeah. The Jackrabbits. Yeah. I also have 12 Wyoming or Indiana, either one beating St. Mary's. Um, so, so that's a popular one too. And I've yeah. seen so much about that. Um, especially if it's Indiana. Um, so b- before we jump to what upsets we have, let me, let me hit on, on what we talked about before we jumped on here give me your three four five however many of them you have um teams that are lower than a four seed that you think can make a run okay so you said lower that i have 
but I don't really have much, but I'm t- going to tell you ones that I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. Right. First yeah. That's off, what I'm looking for. Boise state, Memphis, either one of those. I mean, you go and you beat Gonzaga in the second round, you know, then you're playing UConn or Arkansas in, in the sweet 16. Either one of those teams could, I think have potential. You just got to get past Gonzaga. Gonzaga has a bad night, really high expectations. You know, they could be a one seed that falls and it does happen for the one seed to fall in the round of 32. Um, North Carolina is an eight. You know, they upset Baylor in the second round. They can obviously go on a run. They're playing UCLA, Wyoming, Indiana, St. Mary's, one of those teams in the um, Sweet 16. You know, they, they they can easily go on an elite, elite eight run. Um, the one that I'm, you know, really debating right now is USC. You know, if USC gets past Auburn, they're maybe playing Wisconsin, Iowa State. You know, that could be really easy to get to an elite eight. Um, and they did it last year. I mean, they went on a good little run last year. Um, not as deep as what UCLA was able to go on to, but the Pac-12 had a really strong year last year. USC was one of those teams has some momentum, um, and has USC had also a had a uh, big difference maker last year. You're right, but you know when it comes to the tournament time, it's it's six games and upsets are going to happen, and and you got to count for one of those, and you get hot. I mean, look at Oral Roberts, look at FGCU. Those are more mid-majors that got hot, but it could happen. And just bad matchups. I mean, I don't think Auburn's as good as what maybe the record shows sometimes. Um, and then my final two, I'm going to say final three just because a little bit biased, and you'll see in a second. Um, C and Hall, if they can get past Arizona, they, they're playing Illinois. That's going to be their big, big game. It's going to be tough to beat the one and the four back-to-back like that. Good Arizona team, very good Illinois team. But Seton Hall is playing really, really well as of late. I think they finished the season with like an eight-game win streak or something. Definitely have them. As much as I hate to say this, Michigan, I think Colorado State's a very winnable first-round game. Then I have them playing Tennessee. Um, Tennessee's good. Tennessee's not elite. You know, Michigan, they get hot, have a good night, can get past them. And then obviously Ohio State uh, being a seven-seed. Do we get past Loyola? Who knows? Um, do we get past Villanova? Probably not. But at the same time, too, like we're good enough to beat good teams. We beat Duke this year. Um, didn't we beat Nova this year already early on in the season, or was that last year? I think that was last year. But either way, I mean, we we're, were able to compete with these teams. We beat them. Um, and then, you know, there's a possibility if you have an Ohio State-Michigan Sweet 16 matchup. That's awesome. Ratings would be high, you know, off the charts. We lost our last game to them. We beat them the first time in Michigan. Um, you know, you get past that, you're in the lead eight, like right there and then and there. You know, it, I don't think it's going to happen, but it's a possibility of that that lower seed just getting hot and having – and we've seen Ohio State people get hot. Can we get hot now or are we going to be ice cold like we have been? Right. So with Ohio State, the big thing, Zed Key, Kyle Young, if they play – Yep. Then I've got us easily winning against Loyola Chicago. Mm-hmm. If they don't, we're going to struggle. It's going to be a tough win and pro- probably lose. You know. Um. So I'll start. I'll start with Ohio State. So I, I was saying teams lower than a four seed that have a chance. Ohio State. If we've got a healthy team, we one hundred percent have a chance to make a run. Really, we're a complete team. We're just mm-hmm. not playing like it. And so Absolutely. when we're missing these guys with injuries, it's it, it's not working out well for us. And obviously why we're on a very cold streak right now. But one of the changes I made right before we jumped on here, I put Ohio State all the way to the Sweet 16. 
So I, I have us beating Loyola Chicago, have us beating Villanova, and then losing to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, now I may change that. I probably will change that. <laughs> I, I I don't have the confidence you do. I think I mean I have them in Chicago, Loyola, um, but I have them losing to Nova. Honestly, probably by double digits. Likely, yes. Um, like I said, I will probably change it, uh-huh. but that's one I have. Um, let me jump down. So the Indiana-Wyoming game is is getting ready to start as we're recording this. Um, I think Indiana wins that, and then I think Indiana at least gets out of the first round for sure. Yeah, me too. Over St. Mary's. Um, I think they have a legitimate shot against UCLA as well. Um, and then another one from the same region, I think North Carolina. I think they could get past Baylor. I think we could potentially see a North Carolina-Indiana matchup in the Sweet 16 between an 8 and a, eight and a 12. That'd be awesome. I mean, um, and just think about, like, two blue blood programs, you know, how much fun right, that would be. Right, I was, too, Yeah, for sure. I, I was really hoping that Duke was in that other region with North Carolina and not Gonzaga's because that's, to me, the Duke-Gonzaga game, if it gets that, it was the toughest one for me to pick on either bracket. Um, and I would have loved Duke-North Carolina rematch in a, in a regional game. Sure. Um, let's see. Uh, one more I got. Uh, flip to the other side here. Iowa is a five seed. Yep. Very, very, very possible to go all the way to the final four. Absolutely. And and that's where I'm kind of struggling with right now. Do I have them being Kansas and Sweet 16? And either way, I think they beat Wisconsin, USC, or Bama, or, or, or Auburn, I mean. Or does Kansas, you know, do what they're supposed to do and, and be that one seed that gets to the lead eight? I, I really don't know. Right. Uh, right now, I've got one one seed in my final four. Okay. So, yeah, I think typically we get what probably have two one seeds. Yeah, most of the time. dude, I'm looking at this. I don't have a single one. I mean, I have a two, a three, a four, and and a five. So I've got I've got a one, two threes, and a five. Mm-hmm. So, but and you were talking Duke. Duke is struggling. I mean, I, I want it for Coach K. Man, I, I'm like, a Duke fan. I, I don't hate Duke. Like, I, just, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a fan. I don't hate him. But, like, there's just something about March Madness that's magical, man. And, like, his last season, no, I, I, that, that seven. That completely. Yeah. I um, think Texas Tech is going to be a tough one. Um, Absolutely, Texas Tech is going to be a tough game. They play very good defense. Absolutely. Um, But, I mean, if Duke can make their shots, then absolutely. But, I mean, yeah, we'll see. But. I like a lot of the 11 seeds as well. Um, actually, looking at my bracket right now, I have every single 11 seed beating the six. See, I mean, VT was one that I thought about. Um, I, I had the Rutgers Notre Dame winner versus uh, Alabama winning that one. Um, right, you know, and I'll reassess like that one after the game. Yeah, tomorrow. I had Michigan, and I had um, I actually had Iowa State. So I'm with you on all of them. Other than Virginia Tech, and a lot of people are high on Virginia Tech, talking about how they they finish the season well. They're a good shooting team, but I like Texas, man. I like what Texas has done this year. Um, Texas is the best defensive team in the country. Yeah, and and I I think that they definitely have a chance to be that only six that that wins against an eleven. Right, get that completely. But uh, Duke was supposed to be fairly good on defense as well, and they put up what eighty something on on Duke. True, so, true. It's definitely. Uh, Definitely possible that they could get that done. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, I think uh, I think a lot of people will be in agreement on this one. Uh, I think this might be the year for Gonzaga to to get back here and get it done. Yeah. It just it just feels like getting the number one overall seed. Um, Drew Timmy, he's just 
one heck of a specimen. Uh, and then you get the big dude. What's his name? Like Chet Holmgreen or something. Chet, Chet Holgram. I mean, the dude yeah. is he. They talk about unicorn for uh, um, Porzingis. I mean, Holgram is the he is a unicorn. I mean, he is he is the definition of one. Dude's fun to watch. I mean, he he was fun to watch in high school. Um, you know where he went to? Who he played with in high school? Who did he play with? Jalen Suggs and Suggs huh. went to Gonzaga. And I think, I think that ended up being, you know, obviously friends with him. Hey, this is the place you want to go. I really, I, I tell you what, and whether Suggs made the right decision or not as a one and done player, if Jalen Suggs was on this Gonzaga team this year, there's no bracket I'm picking where I'm not picking the Gonzaga to win the whole thing. Sure. You know, absolutely. Um, 100% agree with that. Now he's not. Now I think having Timmy there, uh, you know, have, you have that experience, you have that, that, you know, returner. Um, because that, that team was fun last year with Timmy, Kisper, Suggs. Yep. Um, but sure. Hol- Holgram and Timmy together are they're they're fun to watch, and I definitely I can see them making a making a good run. It it just it just feels like the year for them, and I think they're fortunate to be in a, a region that, that's not gonna be too difficult. Other than Duke, um, man. I mean, Duke's their only biggest problem. And honestly, like I don't know about Duke this year. That, so uh, that's what I'm saying. Like if if Duke loses to Michigan State or to I had one of my one of my two brackets, maybe this is you know this is not Montana and blood in me, but I got Montana State in the Sweet 16, man. Like <laughs> you know I'm pull, I'm ruined for ruined for some chaos with Montana State. Um, upset in Texas Tech and then beating Rutgers Notre Dame. You know what if they pull the biggest upset and beat Duke or or Duke lose to Michigan State? Gonzaga literally has the easiest path to the Final Four I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, who are they going to get out of the, the the East region there? I mean, K- Kentucky is. I mean, they're all right, but same with Baylor. So they're all right, but I I'm not seeing a struggle. Um, I'm gonna pull you, up my I'm gonna pull up my I'm gonna pull up my first bracket for you. Okay, I'm gonna give you both. Are we talking Final Fours now? Sure. Give me your Final Four. We're doing this already. I mean, is there any? Uh, I mean, obviously, that's gonna be like the last thing that we do, right? Like, pick your final four, pick your championship. Is there anything else that you want to discuss regarding upsets, picks, who's going where? Are we going straight final four now, and who's cutting down the nets? Yeah, I, th- I think we're good. I mean, we kind of bounced around. I mean, like I All said, right. this, 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 this 11, 12, and 13 seeds are, are the ones to watch. So, I have two so brackets right now happen. going on, then two brackets that I'm not gonna change the rest of the way. I, I, Fix them both. I'm rolling with them. This is how it's going to be. Okay. Bracket one coming out. The West region is, uh, is Duke. Um, the bottom left region, Kentucky top right region, Illinois. And I switched this one on um, the bottom right region, Kansas. So my final four is Duke, Kentucky, Illinois, Kansas, Duke over Kentucky, Kansas over Illinois. Coach Kane, his final game ever is a national champion. One last time against Kansas. Write it down the books. That's the one that's going to be. Okay. Whatever you, whatever you say. Or, um, or in my other bracket, I got Gonzaga. I got Kentucky. I got Arizona. I got Auburn. Give me Gonzaga over Arizona in the national championship. Gonzaga finally gets it done. They are national champions after the season is over. It's one of those two. It's, it's one of those two. Okay. Well, I already told you the one that, that I feel like it's Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. So I've got Gonzaga coming out of the West. 
Purdue out of the East, Tennessee out of the South, and Iowa out of the Midwest. So that matches up Gonzaga, Purdue, and then Tennessee, Iowa. Uh, that Tennessee, Iowa, if if somehow, some way that that game actually happens, that's probably going to be one of the best games of the tournament. I think. Um, I do have Tennessee, and then I have Gonzaga, and then obviously I have Gonzaga winning. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think it's just the year for Gonzaga. Uh, so let me flip to my second one. This All is right. one that I threw together this morning. Don't know what I did, so let's see. Oh, I've got a Chattanooga in the Sweet 16. That's good. Jeez. I've got Murray State in the Elite Eight. I tell you what, Murray State as a seven seed at 30-2. and two, Mm-hmm. It's, that is a disgrace. Absolutely, it's I, it's they not are one, that, that's one team I did not hit on yet. They, that is absolutely a threat to, to come out of the bottom of that. that absolutely, region. I mean they could easily get to the Elite Eight versus Gonzaga or North Carolina to be a Final Four team because yep. their toughest absolutely. game up to that point would be Kentucky, and you never know what you're going to get with Kentucky. Yep, absolutely. So in this one, I've got Gonzaga again, then I've got UCLA, and I have Arizona and Auburn. Arizona Gonzaga in the championship game, and I have Arizona winning this one. But Gonzaga, um, Gonzaga, both championships. Yeah, I I don't think there's any way Gonzaga doesn't make it to the championship. I'll the be straight only, with you. The only way they don't is if they if they lose to Duke. In my opinion, the only again, way they don't. I, again, I like Duke, but with with how they're playing, and with how good Gonzaga is, I just I don't think they could keep up. I don't think there's any way. Like I said, it's just a year of magic, and I'm all for magical runs. I'm all for something special happening. I hope I eat those words, to be honest with you. I really hope I do. Yeah. Um, Anything else? I think we're good. Kind of hit on it all. Maybe we'll, we'll get one going here after the first couple of rounds and see how stupid we sounded here. But uh, I I, mean, I, we, I love got, going back and listening to how dumb we were with with certain things. Um, I say because we've got uh, your Thursday, Friday first round, and then Saturday, Sunday second round. So we come back next week. I mean, we've already got what forty eight teams eliminated. We're already yeah. done the Sweet Sixteen. So I know. I uh, I want to bet on these games so bad. I just <laughs> I want to bet on them so bad. Oh, I, know. Looking, I feel looking, it. I'm looking at their spreads, man. Like. Win, we win some money. Absolutely. Ah, sucks, man. Sucks. All right. Soon. Well, We're almost there. Almost there. It has been an absolute pleasure doing this with you. You know I love doing preview episodes, March Madness, Super Bowl. It doesn't matter what it is. When it talk, comes up to crowning a champion, are we mostly wrong? Absolutely. But is it fun to talk with you? It sure is. And as Absolutely. good as this one is, we you know what we say about the next one. It's always better. Next one's better always every the, time. Next one's the best one yet. <laughs>